0: Welcome to the Soul Meat Strategy Podcast. This is for the new Earth Feminine Leader who is ready for exponential growth by going deeper into her magic. The woman who's here to expand her wealth, become fully self-expressed, and make waves through her business. Hi, I'm your host, Jenna Faye, founder of Soul Meat Strategy. I've grown my multi-six-figure business by mentoring badass women like you to unleash your embodied feminine leadership, use aligned strategy to scale become masterful facilitators, and experience quantum manifestation. If you're a full body yes to experiencing more wealth, pleasure, and nourishment in your life and business, then you are in the right place. Come and connect with me on Instagram at soulmeetstrategy, get on my email list at SoulMeatStrategy.com, and come hang out with me in my community of fellow New Earth Feminine Leaders on Facebook. Now, let's kick this off and get this party started. Hello, sister, and welcome back to another episode of the Soul Meet Strategy podcast. You are going to absolutely adore this episode. I had the most amazing guests come and join me for an in-depth discussion around what it really means to be a woman in business, where we got into topics such as feminine embodiment, How to navigate your relationships if maybe you feel like your business is what's giving you love in your life or if you feel that your partner isn't rising up to the occasion and how that dynamic might be playing in where maybe you're in competition mode between your partner or in your business with your your partner's business and yourself. And also just how to really feel good as women because we are all doing so much and there's so many different things we are juggling. So on this episode, you're going to love what we talk about. And I want to just tell you a quick little bit about the amazing guest who came on to join me. So I had Chris Britton on with me for this episode. She is a dear soul sister, friend and also the wife of one of my past mentors and friends Ryan Yakomi. Some of you may be following her, some of you may be following him as well. And Chris has so much wisdom to share around being a woman, being a woman in business, being a mom, and really tapping into deeper wealth and embodiment, but not at the cost of yourself, your self-care, or your relationship. So I can't wait for you to tune in for this episode, and without further ado, let's jump into it. Hello, everyone, and welcome. I'm so excited for this conversation today between myself, Jenna, and the amazing, beautiful Chris. I feel like this has been a long time coming conversation, and I know we're going to really flow today. Chris and I have been chatting off the air for a little while about, well, honestly, all sorts of things, (laughs) a lot of consciousness things, but also feminine and business kind of stuff. And so what I feel this conversation is going to be about today is a lot about women in business and Mm. how they feel in their business because I know women listening to this what we all want is to make more money but also to feel really really good as well and that's where I know I see a lot of disconnect for women where they maybe don't feel so good in their relationship or they feel like they're just working really really hard and not necessarily getting to the next level so to speak And this is an area I love to support people with. And I feel like, Chris, you're really great at supporting women with. So welcome. And I'm excited for us to flow and have this conversation.
1: Yeah, thanks for inviting us into this conversation, Jen. I really appreciate it. And like you, this is the, the thing that I love exploring with women is, well, I always say like I love helping women be women. I think we've all, well, I can't speak for everybody, but I feel like most women that do come to me and maybe with you as well is they've actually forgotten what it's like, or they've pushed away their feminine essence out of a story that it's weak or nothing will ever get done. Um, all of the stories that that come up. And the truth is, is it is so magnetic and so beautiful and so radiant that, you know, off air, air when we were talking about, you know, truth and consciousness stuff, it was like, I feel like this has a huge role in everything that we're seeing in the world today is this flip-flop in the energies between the masculine and the feminine and there's so many masculine women and then so many feminine men and and it does create this difference in polarity. So, yeah, it is such a passion of mine and especially with women in business because it can it can really grab a hold of you and keep keep a woman that is naturally core essence feminine too in her masculine which will lead to all types of complications and problems and disconnects at home, right? They at home a lot of a lot of the women i work with come to me that are very successful but yet their relationship is is struggling in some way and they're looking to they can actually see now oh i'm working too much to stay away from that broken relationship at home or oh now my husband's not happy even though i'm making x amount because he's feeling neglected i need to work on this now so there's always something that is going to open them up to see okay something needs to be shifted here
0: Yeah, something that you and Ryan say a lot is when things are good at home, things are good at business. And I feel that myself and my husband, Spencer, have kind of adopted that as well, because it feels and it is so true. And it's something that I know, I know you have shared lots of your story on your social media about moving through that and healing through that. And I know for me, when I think about when I was at the height of burnout, it really think things really were not great in business yes it kind of looked good on paper but i was burnt out i wasn't having fun i constantly wanted to burn it all down and i was completely using it as a way to be disconnected from my relationship and just how good things could actually be and feel and i feel we often will knock ourselves down in one area in order to keep ourselves safe so i guess i'm curious what would you say is your take on when things are good at home things are good in business
1: yeah, yeah, I know. I love this. Um, my so our our old mentor taught us, well, she reflected to us like this is what you guys need to, to teach on, because Ryan and I, without even knowing we were doing it in business, we were on this quest to work on ourselves. And thankfully, and I know not all marriages or or relationships are this way, a lot is one doing the work on themselves and the others not, and then that can feel kind of heavy. But we both decided to go on this quest to work on ourselves. And at the time we were working with the same life coach. And so she was able to work with us separately, but on this common thing. And what we realized is, okay, one, at the time we were so flipping broke and we had just started in a network marketing business together. And all we wanted, all we desired was to be making money and to pay off and to stop these dang credit card companies from calling us. Like that's All we wanted was like, let's do something. But what we quickly learned was we were so competitive that our relationship looked like we were just roommates. People would see us in business and they're like, oh, power couple. They would always go power couple, power couple. And then we'd come home and we're like, well, yeah, we're great in business together. And we were achieving because we had a common vision and goal to get out of a, a painful place. But at home, that's all we talked about was the business and the goals and the money and all of a sudden we realized there's like no passion. We've been together for so long. We're not moving forward. Like what's actually going on here. So we qu- quickly hit our financial goal. And I remember looking at Ryan and I'm like, I, all I wanted was freedom and I actually don't feel free. Like, sure. We have the money, we have the time, freedom, all of this stuff, but I don't feel free. So I went and I unpacked that even more to, do dive deeper into what this actually means and I didn't realize this huge missing piece in my heart of being in my feminine and the competition had to go the control the manipulation all the stuff that I thought was a strong leader that was going to get me to, to places was actually pushing Ryan down from stepping up in his true masculinity and and my heart was just completely um, broken. So we went on this quest to like really just work on us. And then all of a sudden it just started to open up into this flow. It was like this dance in our relationship and the passion came back and the polarity came back. But at the same time, for me, business didn't feel like there was a weight to it anymore. It started to feel like I'm actually in my freedom. So we started to look at, okay, what's his gifts and what are my gifts? What is he better at? What am I better at? And how can we really work together in this way? And how can we then know our relationship doesn't just need to be centered around business? So how can I actually come back and and show up more in my feminine after business hours? So when things are good at home, there's polarity. There is um, an understanding of the role. And I always talk about this, like the masculine is the leader. He's the builder. He's the provider, which ruffles a lot of feathers for driven women. And a lot of, um, I actually had a a, a strong feminist. She used to, she used to hate me. Oh, you can't say these things, Chris. Like this is no, no, no. Like we're strong. We are women, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I get that. I also think that was a story built on, (laughs) on this creating chaos in the world. And I'm probably gonna get hate for saying that. (laughs) But when we actually look at how it's playing a role at home, it's taken that away. So now two people are leading, now two people are building, now two people are trying to provide, which actually cancel, the energy cancels each other out, right? So when we actually look at how to get into that space of magnetism, we need both sides. And so I'm not saying that women can't do business, but when things are good at home and it's there's romance and passion there, it will show up. We just have to know how women do it differently. And I know like I, because we're so blessed to know you and, and Spencer at such an intimate level, like I know you know exactly what I'm talking about when there and still for Ryan and I, there's still times, and, and maybe for you guys as well, where you get so caught up in creating everything else. You look back, you're like, oh, I, we really haven't spent any time together. Like there hasn't been any. And now that we have a toddler too, it's like, man, you're exhausted. There really hasn't been any time that we've even connected in the evening to, to talk about desires or needs or emotions. And it still can, like the chaos can still take us away. So when you're aware of that, you can really work on that and build the foundation for everything in your life, I believe.
0: This is so good. I was just thinking as you were saying that last little bit there, For women listening to this, how do you actually go about creating space? Like when you have the awareness, because obviously that's the first bit is to actually have the awareness. Hey, we're not actually creating space for this and prioritizing it. Do you have any kind of practical things that you and Ryan like to do if you catch yourself being... In kind of the the chaos or getting slipping back into competition mode or just busyness i know for me that's been a big one because we've moved and traveled so much that yeah. sometimes we're literally just in this like logistical mode that's been my life for two months is like prepping to leave nicaragua prepping to get to canada getting to canada figuring out what's next that it can really decrease the polarity it can decrease self-care like all of these things that happen because there's just stuff going on and I do think we go through seasons but also that can become a bit of an excuse I feel because we are we're all busy we all have stuff going on so is there anything in there that you've found on your journey helps you to come back and create some space
1: yeah because you can get easily swept up into into all of that and and because that's kind of like everybody's normal, a lot of times we don't even recognize it for maybe a few days or a few months. Like, So after having our daughter, Noah, I went into that space and, and I really didn't know any different. And so I had to connect in and pause like, whoa, I'm not passionate about anything right now. And I'm, I'm kind of bored. So I had to work on that. One thing that Ryan and I do well is we can openly talk about our what, what's coming up for us, right? And because the feminine's in charge of feelings and communication, if you notice, you aren't expressing your feelings and communicating them. And a lot of women don't because they don't wanna put that added pressure on their partner. Oh, he worked all day. I don't wanna put more of that on. You can do it in a way that isn't, you're not nagging. So the feminine gift, we, you and I, and every woman listening to this, we hold a golden key to our relationship, which also translates into our business. Our golden key is that we express our divine desires without being controlling or manipulate. If we can understand that and we are like, okay, am I one caring for myself right now where my joy feels like my heart's, you know, a, an eight and above, an eight out of a 10. If it's not, what do I need to, to do to get myself into care? I never say to my clients, you need to work on your marriage. You need to work on yourself. Because I believe that actually a woman can heal the marriage by following certain things like learning to respect their partner, learning to be expressive of their desires, not from a controlling way or, or a manipulating way, but an empowered, Hey, this is what my heart is feeling. And when we get into that, it might be, you know, as an example, Ryan, I might say, Ryan, I need to, I might. Can I talk to you about something that I'm feeling that just isn't working? Maybe I usually go to him about my business stuff, to be honest. I'm like, Ryan, you know, (laughs) something I need. I need some help here with this. And for him, if I just went through it on him, that's going to create more of a disconnect for us without me scheduling a time. So something simple that everybody can do. If you want to have a better relationship at home to bring the polarity back, one, you have to recognize what is my core essence? Am I feminine or am I masculine? Because we have both the energies in us, but what's the, to the core, you need to figure that out. And then if your partner is naturally more masculine, you need to schedule a time to go and tell him things that you need support with because a masculine mind is so analytical. They don't toggle like the feminine mind does from, I mean, you and I could be on this podcast right now jamming and someone could come and knock on my front door and I could pause and go and get it. Where for a masculine person, that would be complete chaos. Like they couldn't, (laughs) they couldn't do that. Right. (laughs) So when we understand that we have to, we have to say, Hey, I need to express something to you. Is it a good time? And then schedule a time. So he has your full attention. The last thing we want is just to throw it out there. He's, he's scrolling his phone. He's not even listening to you. Now you have resentment. Now he's angry at you for being the, the nag or throwing, you know, throwing your emotions on him and then you're storming off and fighting all the time. So then at the end of the day, both of you just sit on the couch and scroll your phone and you don't even have a, a connection piece. So working on yourself is so important. Do I ha- am I caring for myself? Where is my heart out of a one one to ten? Where is my heart the joy? If it's a five or under, you got to pause what you're doing right now and go and do something that's going to bring you joy. That's going out for a walk, or dancing, or singing, or painting, or whatever you need to do. So key for your relationship. And then express if something's not working and your needs aren't being met. Don't feel shameful for wanting to talk about your needs not being met because he actually. He wants to please you and make you happy. But a lot of times we've actually programmed them not to. I'm independent. I don't need mm-hmm. you. Oh, don't come in and help me. That's I'm, That's too weak. That's again, you being so masculine that you're not even letting him to come in, but then you're going to bitch and complain that he's not doing anything for you. So we have to like pause everything, stop the spiral and actually know, are you happy? What do you need? And then voice that and feel empowered enough to voice that in a healthy, healthy way.
0: This is such gold. I giggled when you were talking about the multitasking as well, because it made me think of one time and Spencer and I were doing a training series kind of thing together and we were on a live and someone rang the doorbell. And so I literally just got up and went to go answer it. And so I thought he would just keep flowing with it. And he didn't, he totally glitched out and just like ended the live and then I came back and it was over and I said what happened babe like he's like well that happened it distracted me it threw me off my game I couldn't focus anymore so I just ended it I'm like okay so yeah real real life example where the masculine does not switch gears like that without notice and preparation they need time to process Um, so that was really great and made me think of that fun example but yeah I think there's a couple different directions of things we could do talk about one thing that came up is well there's a few I'll pick this one first is what about women whose partners aren't really on the same page and willing to like grow together because I know you and I have both been fortunate that we have partners that even if at some points we're probably at different levels in terms of where we're at we're both willing parties and I know Mm -hmm. it sounds like you and Ryan have been like that as well but I know you've probably encountered a lot of women where their partner isn't that receptive so and you also made a good point too if they want to work on their marriage to start working on themselves so I'm just curious your general Mm -hmm. take on I guess if someone's partner who's let's say is more masculine and they're feminine isn't really that open and receptive what do you usually recommend women do or like where should they start?
1: Yeah. So, you know, I can't remember if I share this story openly or not, but when I first started on this journey, Ryan was not open. Um, He, I remember I would go to him and I would say, Hey, this is, um, this is what I'm working on with my coach. And I want to talk about my, my feelings and my emotions. And I remember him looking at me saying, why are you even like, you know, Ryan, he's the digger. He wants to know like, where did this happen? How can we rewrite it? His work is so powerful in this now, but no, he looked at me and he said, why are you even exploring this stuff? Just get over it. I'm like, what? Okay. So it wasn't always that way for us. And so I know what that's like to be on both sides. We are so blessed to to shortly after that, you like, we started working together, but prior I had to know some, I was dying inside. I needed to do something to work on this and get the help. So I stayed at it because I knew now what i do believe because women are so powerful and we set the tone for the home if we're open and receptive to doing the work within ourselves that naturally elevates the masculine so when the feminine is true and she is in her core essence that actually charges up the masculine so i work with clients that come to me and they're like well my husband doesn't do this and i'm doing all the work i had a recent client come to me and say well why do i have to do all the work why why do i Let's be honest, marriage is mostly for women, right? Like a a a man, he just wants freedom. He actually doesn't want the ball and chain, but that's the story is it's a ball and chain. Oh, your life is over once you get married. Because what happens is most women become the mothers or the controlling or the nags, like the they're always bitching and complaining. You're not doing this right. And so it's our approach. One, our approach of not being in our feminine and way too masculine. And if we want to express to our masculine partner, uh, what we would love done around the house as an example. If you're just complaining, he's going to think this is criticism and just shut shut the whole thing down, right? So when two people are at different levels and one's growing and one's not, it's only up to you in this situation to learn what you need to do to care for yourself. If you can learn simple tools of putting your self-care first, you know, whatever you believe in, your connection to God, in and owning that and knowing your body and your heart so well, and when you want to put the resentment walls up and the anger walls up, you got to know that because this will change your marriage by you being in your feminine. Because right now I can guarantee if this is not working at home, you're too masculine and the polarity is gone. So when you can open up into that by simple practices and learn to respect him instead of criticizing, you the, even those two things. I mean, I have about six, eight steps that I like to take people through over time. Those two things will radically shift your relationship is learning to respect him, even though you think he's going to F up. So if you're telling him, like a client said, well, I want him to grow with me. I want him to come and, and talk to a coach. I want him to do this stuff. If it's not his idea, he's not going to do it. He needs to be the one that comes up with the idea even there's even sometimes that I'll say hey Rye, you know a week ago I want to do this he doesn't say anything and next week you know what we should do this instead of me saying you know what I told you that last week I'm like you know what Rye, that's a great idea I appreciate it when you make
0: all the time (laughs) all the time we often know things before I knew (laughs) that we would be coming back to Canada about a week before we did and I just had this inter- intuitive knowing and this feeling, but I knew that it had to be Spencer's idea. Cause up until before that, he's like, hell no, like we're here, we came so like line in the sand, we're staying here. And I just knew that we would be coming back. And so I just just let him come to the awareness. And then he said, I think we should go back. Like, that is an excellent idea. I'm on the same page. And it is we, when they have their own idea, I even think with music, I've thought of times where I've shown Spencer a song or something that I thought he would like when we first started dating. He's like, I'm not listening to that, that's stupid. And then another guy shows him the song or he finds the song and a year later he's playing it for me saying, I think you'll really like this song I've been listening it to on a repeat. It's like, those are the moments that I feel like you're describing of just saying, that's great, I'd love to listen to it because otherwise we're just invalidating them over and over and over that then they don't even wanna try.
1: Yes, exactly. Exactly. And it's hard because we have to, we have to sit on our hands a lot of times, right? Like, Oh, you know, we instantly want to go to, oh, I told you that, or you effed up or whatever. No, we can't do that. So learning to respect the masculine is going to really help you even feel safe enough to come back into your feminine, because if you're not trusting the masculine. And you're not even giving it a chance to trust your business is you're gonna see that in your business. You're gonna see that in the way that you go in and make money. So it's really like this is the foundation. When things are good at home, you're gonna notice everything else build upon that. And it really comes down to feeling the desire to come back into your feminine and even know the power that that is in that, right? It's so much more than just wearing a pretty dress and you know, calling yourself a feminine coach on Instagram. Like it's so much more than that. It's, it's beautiful and deep and accepting. And yeah, it's, it's amazing, but I understand why it's hard for people to, or women to understand it because we've been raised in such a masculine society and um, most homes were raised by two masculine people. And so it's taking a lot of rewriting and um, doing things, you know, quite differently. I have a, a friend that she, we were just chatting about this this morning, actually, and she is very, very biblical. And so she believes, and she's super successful in business and her husband's successful. He's a career though, and outside of entrepreneurship. And, um, she was talking to, she was talking about having about her, their sex life. And she brought this on Instagram. It wasn't just like a private <laughs> conversation. She brought this on Instagram. Um, anyways, we were talking about that. And I, I told her I had a giggle about this this morning and she said, you know, she believes that you need to really respect your partner by when he's making sure that he's happy in all areas like that. And I know that triggers a lot of women as well, but she has this belief that, um, I like to use the word passive, like you kind of have to be passive with the masculine, which is hard for women because we've been taught to be strong and whatever her word probably is a bit different, maybe submissive or, um, whatever her word might be, but it's, it's, to me, it's not to that that extreme, but there is this level of oh, okay, I need to. I can't, I can't say that here right now. I don't want to step up and be his mother right now, or I'm just gonna sit on my hands on that and and let him f up. Like I have to do this all the time, like because they're so. Okay, I want to think this through. I'm gonna research everything. I'm gonna do all this stuff, and in my mind, I'm like, well, this is a waste of time or whatever. Okay, can't wait to hear about it. You know. <laughs> keeps it going
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah okay I feel like there's like two or three other things that I want to hit on that all are interrelating that are in my field right now so one is just a quick thing what if a woman can't really connect to her emotions what if she's like that far disconnected because I, I hear and see this a lot where I'll, I'll bring women back into their heart but it's like hard to even connect into the simple question of how are you feeling and I know I've been there before, so I'm curious if you have any thoughts on if someone's listening to this and they're like, I don't even know how I feel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if we've been trained to to like to do good, to be good, if that's what we were taught as a kid, that's that's what we're gonna know. So we're always looking for validation as as the feminine. We want to be seen and heard. So if we know that we have to strive for more, that's what we're gonna keep doing, and that's gonna come from a very masculine thought based place to come into our feelings. You know, there's a practice that I like to, to take my clients through that if you want to actually get into that, you can envision a marble, start it off in your head. I want you to identify, identify what is that marble doing? Is it chaotic? Is it bouncing? Is it spinning? What is it doing? You may want to give it a bit of color. And I want you to envision it literally coming from your head, all the way down your face, all the way down your throat, into your chest. Once it gets into your chest, you're going to know most of the times it is like spinning and, and chaos and again, what is the color in there? And then keep inviting that little marble to pop into your heart. And right away, you're going to be, no, 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 like, ew, no, I don't want to go in there. But when you can actually feel it, you will feel it. And right away, you'll soften. And when you get into that pocket, that's where you can start to explore, okay, what is actually what am I actually feeling here? So here's the reason why we don't do this why we don't want to take the 30 minutes at the end of our workday to come back into our feminine, why we don't want to take the bubble bath and the self-care. It is a fear of intimacy. We don't want to have to deal with all these unprocessed thoughts. And that's most, most women kick and scream. When I put them on this, you know, protocol or suggestion, take 30 minutes, take off the lady balls, come back into your feminine, and then go down and, and see your partner for, dinner or for your conversation or whatever it is. Oh, I don't have time for that. I'm a busy mom. I'm this and that. No, the truth is you just don't want to, you don't want to connect into it because we'll always find time for things that we value. And when we understand that we're just afraid of what could come up. Right. And we can be honest with ourselves on that. That's why it's good to have a coach. Like, that's why it's good to work with, you know, someone like Jenna or myself or whoever you resonate with is to have someone that can support you through that Because the feminine is in charge of feelings and communication, you gotta come back into your feelings and know what's even there. So, so, so important. So you might even start with, well, what, what am I, what is my fear around intimacy? What am I so afraid to look at just to crack it open a bit, you know?
0: Yeah, that's beautiful. I really love that. I love seeing Noah in the background as well right now, (laughs) which is really great on that note as well of doing this kind of work, because I know so many of the women listening to this are moms or in the future will be moms. And like you said, most of us grew up in our generation as a very masculine household with a lot of do good to be good. And this is literally the next generation that isn't going to have that level of imprinting happening in their reality. So from a, you know, high level zoomed out view, this is true ancestral healing and shifting it for the future and for the lineage, which I think is a great motivator. I think for a lot of women as well, when they think about their family, they think about their future, and what they're really cultivating and creating for their community, their clients and everything, everything else. So one final thought question for us is, we kind of touched on money. And business and success. So obviously a lot of the women listening to this are entrepreneurial to some level, whether you're new or you're seasoned and you're listening to this. Is there anything you can share with us regarding women making money? I know you have a lot of wisdom around sales and showing Mm -hmm. up and I feel, yeah, maybe it's kind of intertwined to if women are doing this work at home, because obviously it's not always an instant kind of fix. It's an ongoing practice. And they also wanna be making more money as well. Is there anything that you can share of of how they can be doing the work at home, but also how they can apply this in their business in the day-to-day so that they do in that regard also feel like they're opening themselves up to receiving more money as well?
1: Yeah, totally. Yeah, so receiving is is the key piece. Um, I want everyone to to be clear, like if they are, you're either a, a businesswoman, which is so masculine, And that's okay. that's your core essence, that's okay. If you are a woman with a business, which, you know, I know we are, we're a woman with a business. So we can turn the business off and come back into our feminine creativity um, outside of, and also inside of. So to do this, the key piece is receiving. If you're not receiving in your relationship, his, your partner's uh, guidance, his suggestions, his solutions, his ideas, or his weekend plans, like any of that you're also going to see that in your business as well. And this totally, the whole dance between masculine and feminine also comes into the sales conversation because when we're in business mode, we're actually in our masculine. We can we can call it whatever we want to call it. You know, you can wear the flowy dress and you can sit down to work and you can say you're in your, you're not right when you're doing, you're in your masculine. And so there's so many misconceptions around this, I believe. And it's okay. One, it's okay to be in your masculine, but you don't want that To to run your life, that's not how you want to start your day and how you want to end your day. In my opinion, in my from what I found that works and in my relationship, so a woman can make money, she can even out earn her partner. But it's what happens at home: is he leading? Is he making this 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 say and like what? Yes, you know, Ryan wants to buy a flipping greenhouse. I don't want the greenhouse. I think it's ugly as heck. And so whatever. (laughs) Like, anyways. That's a whole other thing, but if you can open, get your heart open. I do believe there's ways we can bring the feminine in to making money is understanding that in sales, are you dealing with a masculine or feminine person? When do you actually pause and sink into your feminine while they're making a choice on the phone? So you can open your heart and they can feel that like that's a whole other conversation that we could do a whole hour on. It's so complex, but so needed. But if you're noticing that you're not receiving anything else, the fresh air, um, you know, a sip of, of coffee or tea, love from your partner, and you're pushing everybody away at an arm's distance because you have this block with, an in, with intimacy, you're going to see you're going to be working really hard and making less than what you know you deeply deserve. So again, this is going to come back to practices that are going to get you back into your heart look at what actually is in there. Do you feel resentful? Do you feel angry? Do you feel resentful to your business? Or like we talked about off camera, you talked about ego, right? Or are these lies coming up that you're only getting love from your business and you're not going to get it at home. So you put so much attention there, which is causing more of a disconnect at home. So there's so many little pieces, but the if I used to tune it into one piece, like one foundational piece that we have to to go forward is to always know exactly, is our heart open or is it closed? If it's closed, we're going to automatically go to thoughts. What can I prob- How can I problem solve my way out of this? And we won't receive help. If our heart's open, we'll know exactly what to post on Instagram. We'll know exactly what to launch. We'll know exactly how to stand for somebody. We'll know exactly what our husband needs before he even knows it. All these things happen when we're living in that, that place because love and relationships are so key to the feminine. That's why we actually do really well in business. Um, it's not necessarily so much strategy for us if that's not our strong suit. It's how we, we connect heart to heart. And yeah, that's, that's where most people are, or most women are actually afraid to go is back into that space because they don't have control.
0: Yep. Yeah. And this is where I feel there's a whole other spectrum available, whether it's more money or if it's more ease in business, things feeling good at home, is that intimacy piece, is to actually explore that, allow ourselves to go there. And if anyone's listening to this and you feel like you keep hitting glass ceilings or you feel bored, then that might be the key for you of where to, to dive in and explore. I feel, I feel like this is good. I feel like this is a good final note to leave women on and maybe we'll do another one in the future and and get more into some more sales money businessy stuff but I feel like this has been just a really flowing fluid conversation today with a lot of nuggets in there I have a feeling some women might be listening to this a second time
1: (laughs) yeah yeah that's great
0: yeah thank you for being here with me and recording this episode I'm excited for every woman who gets to listen to this
1: yeah, thanks, Jen. I really appreciate both you and Spencer. You're so amazing, such a light in our lives. So, thank you so much.
0: Back at you. <laughs> hey, sister. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Soul Meat Strategy podcast on the keys to increasing love, money, and success as a woman. I absolutely loved this chat between myself and the wonderful Chris Britton, so I want to encourage you, if you aren't already, to make sure that you are following her and that you check her out. You can look up all the links in the show notes below, and if you are feeling called to go deeper, I do have my mastermind open for enrollment right now, as well as some juicy other programs that you can check out in the show notes below, and I will see you on a future episode. Thanks so much for joining me for today's episode of the Soul Meat Strategy podcast. I'd love to hear what came up for you during this episode. Tag me on your stories on Instagram at Soul Meat Strategy and come hang out with me inside of the New Earth Feminine Leadership Community on Facebook. Don't forget to leave me a review as I love and so deeply appreciate hearing your feedback. And from my heart to yours, keep shining bright, sister, and I'll see you on the next episode.